1: Thursday, February 18th, 2021 was an historic day for NASA. After traveling nearly 300 million miles since its launch from Cape Canaveral in July, NASA's six-wheeled robotic explorer Perseverance landed on Mars. Our NASA connection today is Julie Townsend, Robotics Operations Sampling and Caching Team Leader. Good morning, Julie. Good morning. What are your responsibilities with NASA on this mission?
0: Well, as the lead of the sampling and caching team, I train the engineers who are going to send the commands to the rover that will actually collect samples and and uh, process them to seal them up and save them for a future, for future return to Earth.
1: So caching is the collection? That's right. All right. Where... Perseverance landed is significant in this mission. Why was that particular crater chosen for landing?
0: Well, one of the things that this this mission is really looking for is uh, biosignatures, molecules that indicate that life was present at this place on Mars. And what the reason that this landing site that they've chosen is so exciting for that exploration is because from our satellite pictures from our orbital pictures of mars we can tell that this crater has a river delta flowing into it and so we are landing as close as we safely can to this river delta i mean as you know on earth wherever we have lake beds and river deltas life abounds and there are many many different ecosystems that can thrive in that kind of environment so we think this is a really likely place for us to find those kind of biosignatures on Mars.
1: Is the, was the landing spot undulated, soft, dusty? I'm trying to think. There can be just about anything here on Earth as far as a crater bed, obviously vegetation, but that's not existing on Mars. Rocky, soft, sloped? Give us some sense of, of uh, scale to this.
0: Well, the tricky thing about uh, this particular landing site is that within our landing ellipse. So we we draw a little ellipse, like a, a circle, on the on the on the map of Mars, and that is our like, you know, the likelihood map. We can land anywhere in that circle. Inside that landing ellipse, there are all of those things. There are slopes. There are rocks. There are dunes. There are all sorts of things. That's make that's what makes this such a difficult landing site, much more difficult than we've selected for our previous missions. We've added additional. Um, intelligence to our landing system, so that it can actually look at images as it comes down to the surface of Mars and steer itself to a safe landing place.
1: Curiosity landed on Mars in 2012. What's so different about Perseverance compared to Curiosity?
0: Perseverance is the the is truly the little sister of Curiosity. Uh, it's a lot of those rovers have a lot of things in common a lot of the things that we've proved on curiosity like most of the landing system are used again on perseverance but what perseverance has that is very different is an entirely different instrument suite and an entirely different robotics capability to be able to collect these core samples and and process them and store them so that we can return them to earth
1: where perseverance is and correct me if I'm wrong here, focused on digging in the dirt. There's a helicopter, drone if you prefer, called Ingenuity on this mission. Talk about Ingenuity's responsibilities in this mission on the Red Planet.
0: Ingenuity is a really, really fun technical demonstration that we are sending with this rover. And it is the first time that we've tried to fly a rotorcraft on, in the Martian atmosphere Um, So it's going to be really exciting to see how well this technology demonstration will work to get aerial pictures from the the helicopter and to just prove this technology so that we can use it in some of our future missions.
1: What is the Martian atmosphere?
0: Mars' atmosphere is really, really thin compared to Earth's atmosphere. So it's like there is very little air pressure, Um, and it's also primarily carbon dioxide.
1: Correct me if I'm wrong, you have forgotten more about aviation and robotics than I will ever know, but doesn't uh, a rotor need air to propel itself up into the air?
0: It does, and and the Martian atmosphere does have some. Uh, We couldn't even test the Ingenuity helicopter um, in a regular Earth atmosphere we actually had to do the testing inside one of our pressure chambers that we use for our, uh, our space-like testing of our satellites. So we had to pump it down so that it had a thin atmosphere like Mars and prove that it could perform in that environment.
1: How big is Ingenuity, Julie?
0: Ingenuity is the, the, the body of it is very small. Like you could hold it in your hands. Um, it's got wiry little legs, and then it's got long rotors, right? Because in that thin atmosphere, you need a lot of surface area to interact with that thin, uh, that that thin air.
1: Obviously, it will cover more miles or kilometers, however you measure it, than Perseverance, being a six-wheeled unit. How far will it go?
0: It won't. It won't stray too far from Perseverance because Ingenuity's body is so small. Uh, Ingenuity relies on perseverance, the same way that the Sojourner uh, rover, a tech demonstration, relied on the pers- on the Pathfinder lander back uh, back in the early two 2000- thousand back in ni- the 1990s. Um, the uh, the the helicopter will communicate to Earth through the rover, and so um, so she needs to stay pretty close by Perseverance so that she doesn't get out of contact.
1: Now, Julie, through my non-NASA eyes, I see every move that perseverance and ingenuity make to be a history-making move. But from from a NASA perspective, get a little geeky with me, okay? Uh, What tasks are critical to scientists? To
0: scientists, what's most critical is that we are able to to Keep the 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 mission moving, right? They have they have outfitted Perseverance with all these great instruments, and as as the engineers who make this rover work and operate it on the surface, our job is to make sure that we can do those jobs those efficiently get to those things that the scientists want to see. There are so many different environments in this uh, in this landing area that the scientists want to explore that we need to to do a thorough job applying all of our instruments, collecting our samples at each individual site so that we can move on and explore as many sites as possible.
1: And how about for you personally, Julie? Julie, as as robotics operation sampling and caching team lead, what will you in particular have your eyes on?
0: Well, for me, the sampling system is the really, really exciting part. I mean, this is some of the most complex robotics that we have ever sent to another planet. It has a a big robotic arm similar to Curiosities on the outside with a giant coring drill on it, but then it also has another whole robotic system on the inside with a separate robotic arm for handling those sample tubes, extracting them from bits, uh, finding out how much sample we've managed to put in them, taking pictures of the sample, and then being able to seal them up to return.
1: Give us a sense of scale with this, uh, our earthly imaginations and and perspectives. How how much soil, how much rock material, how much core material is Perseverance going to be able to uh, bring back to Earth?
0: Well, each of our samples is about the size of a stick of chalkboard chalk, for those who are old enough to remember chalkboards with sticks of chalk. Um So that's about how much a sample tube can hold. And so if you imagine pieces of rock that size or amount of soil that would fill up that amount of volume, um, we we expect to bring back about 30 of these.
1: How long will Perseverance be on the surface of Mars?
0: Well, Perseverance will always be on the surface of Mars because we have no way to bring the rover back. But our primary mission is one Mars year, which is about two Earth years. Um, And if our our previous rover missions are any example, um, we hope to operate Perseverance for many years following the the primary mission's completion. All
1: right. Uh, I've got a radio guys mentality. Then how do you examine the soil samples if nothing's coming back?
0: Uh, Perseverance is the first mission in a campaign of sample return missions. So Perseverance will collect and store the samples, uh, future missions will send a rocket for launching those samples back off the surface of Mars, a uh, fetch rover for collecting the samples that we cache on the surface in little in little ground caches, and, uh, and an orbiter mission that carries the Earth return vehicle, which will catch the samples after they're sent up into Mars orbit and then return them to Earth. <laughs>
1: This is, this is so sci-fi for, for me, Julie. This has been so much fun, and I very much appreciate it. I've done these in the past for other NASA accomplishments, and every single one of the NASA's representatives have just been so delightful to talk to. You break it down so that we can understand, and it just, it's just so amazing. So congratulations on this mission, and I hope it's a huge success for you and your other colleagues there at NASA. Thanks for taking the time.
0: Thank you very much.
1: Julie Townsend, Robotics Operations Sampling and Caching Team Lead Representative, joining me today on Lincoln Live.